Hey, it's Joe. Hello, survivors. Um, still having a few symptoms. Yeah, got the hives. Got the hives. And the vertigo. The vertigo, too, but that's nothing to do with the narcissist. I don't think. Let me go to the doctor tomorrow. But the hives were miserable. Awful. And I know someone else, another, any other lady that happened to her. I was hoping... That sounds horrible. I assumed it was maybe high blood pressure. I'm 50 something now. And nope, not that. It's uh, stress, they said. Cortisol. Anything new in your life, they asked me. Oh, no. Just, no, not at all. Didn't want to go into it. There's shame left over. I don't know if any of you have that. I sure do. Unfortunately. Kind of keeps you stuck sometimes. One foot up, one foot in front of the other. So, this episode's just me telling you that I got the hives and that the the narcs didn't win. But they're still out there lurking, looking, lying in wait for their next, to pounce on their next prey. It's just disgusting. I believe they know right from wrong. Think about it. How do they drive cars? They don't run into the mountain every day, do they? Crash. They know right from wrong. They don't understand, like, like, mine says thank you. Sometimes at appropriate spots. He does, but he had to learn that. He doesn't have any idea why he's, why he's saying it, but he knows it makes things smoother. It's just, it's bizarre. Let's see, they, and they have the same pattern, exact same pattern. They practice it. So you have your the love bombing, where they said, usually they say things you've never heard before. You, you deserved, we, we deserved it, but they just, we didn't have a covert narcissist say it to us, or over, it doesn't matter. Uh, I said, I'm just playing fun, I am a very, I do use humor a lot, but we, they said, he, they said things, we just, we just fell in love with it. And it was all bullshit, right? Because <laughs> it was a persona. Um, that that part bothered me. And let's see. And, they, and they'd put you on a pedestal. And it's to get whatever they wanted from you or whatever, you know. And the, the hunt is their big thing. Um, once they get you, once they get whatever it is, um, hunt you down. They sometimes start to... Uh, the, the next one is, uh, the, let's see, so it's I, idealize. That's where your love bombing comes. And then the next one is to devalue. So they're going to start devaluing you. Like uh, making you think you need to change. I actually asked mine what I need to change. Oh, nothing. I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't think you need to change anything. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you're a survivor. And if you're in it right now, I don't know if it started yet, but... If you're in it, get out as fast as you can. I'll help you. Let's see. Devalue. And then discard, which that bothers me. That word discard. As if a mere mortal could discard something. Uh, a human being. Made in God's image. No, you can't do that. That's just... And, and that word is to me worse than, worse than like... I mean, more profound than throw away or toss. So to your nurse narcissist bunch of syllables there to your narcissist um they just love that they love knowing that oh they're discarding a human being 
made a thrill out of it. Let's see. And oh, by the way, yes, on my second podcast, I hope I did it right, but I started to tell you that mine, and then I forgot something. Mine didn't. He always he didn't drink. He made a point to let me know that, and he played the guitar in a band. Like I said, I will not only went out with him maybe three or four times. Never kissed him. Um, so he didn't drink. And since so fast forward, here we are, 2016 till now. There were things that made me think he does something. Maybe drinks, maybe. So I guess that is that's a commonality. They do sometimes. They're closeted when it comes to addiction or alcoholism. And don't get mad at me, narcissists, you covert narcissists out there. Because it says you guys might be closeted homosexuals too. Big deal. I'm just saying what's there. I don't know that for certain. I'm just saying. And you know we love you. But stop doing your evil stuff. Crap. Don't don't just stay alone. You can be alone. Whatever. Read a book. Write a book. Leave human beings alone. Crimes against humanity. And you, mine, should be in jail. But I chickened out. Okay, here we are. So, closeted addict, alcoholic, homosexual. Um, and mine, by the way, and another commonality is they uh, can't stand they just don't like certain uh, communities and one's the gay community lesbian gay all that and a lot of experts assumed it was because you know somebody wouldn't want me how dare them not want me like to say a lesbian right well I'm not so sure it's not this closeted thing they've you know hence since discovered and let's see Oh, I found this interesting. Um, we have the covert and the overt, somatic and cerebral. And then you have in the uh, covert narcissist, which, as you know, is the uh, the more dangerous of the, of the two. And that many of them might have been prison. Um, you have the failed, failed, F-A-I-L-E-D, failed covert narcissist. And the other one was, oh, what was it? I can't remember. See, aren't I just lovely? It's only been, (laughs) I'm going to make excuses. Closeted or failed? Okay, so yeah, failed. No. (laughs) Oh, well, shoot. I can't find it. I took it, put it in your notes. Do any of you guys have handwriting so bad you can't read it later? Huh. Let me see, you have positive, which is addict, addict, alcoholic, and then you have, there's one that was, is that the fail, and there's failed too. I wrote it down. I'm just feeling like a failure right now. But my, all things narcissism, narcissism, all things survivors, that's what it should be. Anyway, so there's two types of uh, covert too, and uh, well, and they can be a combination of. By the way, we need to start, uh, you guys, I think it's a great idea, I've started it now, and I used to do it at night, but since all the new happenings, I do it in the morning. Smile, and uh, if you could, think of three things, at least, say it out loud, or write it down, or both, but I say it out loud. Three things you're grateful for. It's, it helps neuroplasticity. By the way, neuroplasticity, <laughs> they've, you know, what has been, the last 50 years, they've really discovered it, because, so we can re, we can uh, re train our brain not retrain we can grow new neuroplasticity in our brain so we can relearn and um, heal some damaged areas so practice gratitude smile while you're doing it 
or, you know, be happy. And then as you go through, you have a negative emotion. It's, it's, it's a call for change. It's not something that you just need to leave lying around. And then include your path to replacing that thought. Because that's, uh, it's gonna, it takes time. I'm a, one of those, uh, bad habit people, negative thought. And so I, and it's, I haven't got it mastered yet, not even close. As soon as I catch myself though, I acknowledge it and then I replace it. And then deep breathing. I learned from, it's a Chinese, maybe chi, I typed in CHI, but I, the video just came to me maybe two weeks ago. So you, you know, it's about our second brain. You need to Google it or YouTube it, but it's basically you nine nine deep breaths with your tight chest tight and your hands. Say your your back like that. You're tightening your arms up here by your shoulders and your elbows are back and you're really tight there in the chest. And you hold that and you're smiling the whole time. And then you bend over and kind of sway back and forth. So your uh, is it your well anyway your spine and your lumbar. And you just kind of sway. It's our second brain, and it really does make a difference. Is it chi? The Tao? It's, it's fascinating. The double brain. And I can't remember the name of these people that knew about this like 3,000 years ago. Um, but it made it, it makes a world difference to me. I feel, I feel incredible. And lots of water. If you wake it, I Googled how to wake up with the most energy the quickest. Well, probably nine years ago. If Google is around, I don't know what it, I mean, I know it was nine years ago, but whoever went there for search engine, it was water. And it said you'd be, we'd get addicted to it. It's true. Your mouth gets really dry. But I drink lots of water from the first time, moment I wake up. That's how you have to start it out. It takes a little while to get used to it, but not too long. And then, boom, not only helps, gives you energy, it helps with weight. And another one is apple cider vinegar. Start with the water, though. And just drink a half cup of apple cider vinegar. You can do it with lemon and honey. Just cut up some uh, thinly sliced ginger root. It's good too. I've gone to just do my the vinegar because I like the taste of it. If I need to, I put a little hot water and a bit of honey. But it's really, really good fat burner, belly fat gets rid of. But it helps you with neurotransmitters because all our neurotransmitters come from our gut, our gut, our belly, and uh, that's a, a detoxer. There's no nutrients in it, but it detoxes crap out. Okay, survivors, I don't know what I got done other than reaching out to you. I appreciate you listening. Okay, narcissism, all things narcissism. And this is Joe. Okay, tell you, talk to you next time. Love yourselves, love each other, come back and we'll learn and together. Okay, until then, take care. Peace. <laughs>